0: Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Ancient Ways for Modern Days daily devotional and my name is Mike Freeman I'm the pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview Washington and what this content does is it follows the Valley Christian Fellowship daily Bible reading and during the weekdays it takes whatever our New Testament reading is whatever the chapter is for that day and we we take some time to dig a little bit deeper to consider what God's Word is saying to us today really what we do is we consider the ancient way and how the Word of God it applies to our modern Modern day world, uh, right now, and uh, and so I hope that today's content is encouraging. I hope it is challenging, as we all remember that that ultimately the ancient way for our modern day, it is the person and the work of Jesus Christ. So, with that said, let's let's jump right in. Today we are back in Matthew. We are in Matthew chapter six, and this is a this text is a continuation of Jesus' sermon on the mount. And so last week we ended with chapter five and, and uh, some of the content there about the Jesus fulfilling the law. And today, uh, what we do is we look at chapter six and we see Jesus is talking about a, a lot of different themes, but they're all tied together with one word. And that one word, I would say is the word dependence. I mean, look at the, just look at the outline. You, you got the first few verses, Jesus talks about being generous to the needy. And then he talks about how, how he teaches his disciples to pray. Oftentimes, this is called the Lord's Prayer. Sometimes we call it uh, the Disciples Prayer or the Believer's Prayer. In fact, at Valley, we did a, a teaching series through this that, uh, that I think we could probably even link to this, uh, this video. But uh, I would also say next, uh, verses 16 through 18, Jesus talks about fasting. When you go without physical sustenance, as an expression of dependence upon God. And then he talks about storing up your treasures in heaven. And then finally the chapter closes with uh, Jesus talking about anxiousness and, and how to deal with anxiousness and how to think even about it. and uh, And I think the word dependence and really our dependence upon God ties all of this together. Let me show you what I mean. If you look at the text, look at verse four. Verse four, when Jesus speaks about giving, he says, so that your giving may be in secret, he says, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And Jesus recognizes that the the heavenly father, uh, he will reward you. He will care for you when you give in in extension as an act of dependence upon him. Same thing, verse eight, when, uh, when Jesus is talking about prayer, he says, uh, do not be like them. This is the wrong way of praying. He says, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. I mean, think about that. When we go to God in prayer, we are reminded that God actually knows our needs before we even go to him in prayer. Uh, this is, again, this is, this is building on this, uh, this idea that we can depend on God. We, we can trust him. Um, Continue on, verse 18, speaking of fasting. He says, talking about fasting, he says, make sure it's not seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. He's uh, he's repeated himself with the same content when he, when he talked about giving to those in need. He talks about fasting. He says, when you fast, don't make a big deal about it. Don't post on your Facebook and your Instagram. Don't tell everyone you walk into, man, I'm fasting, it's been three hours since I've eaten. Uh, he, he says, do it in secret. Depend on the Lord. Your, your heavenly father will take care of you. And then when he's actually talking about treasures in heaven and, and uh, our maybe our proclivity to depend on our own resources or our, our own finances or even uh, to, to care about our earthly comforts more than our heavenly destination, verse 24, he says, no one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Again, you see the theme of dependence here. So who's your God? Is your God your finances? Is your God your 401k? Is your God your savings account? Is your God your wealth or your materialism? The things that you have that you can grab, that you can hold, that you can eat, that you can taste, that make you happy? Or, or are you really, instead of living for what's on this earth, are you storing up your treasures in heaven? And are you depending upon the Lord that he will care for you in, in the needs you have today? This really comes to a culmination at the end of the chapter, verses 33 and 34. Let me read them for you. It says, Jesus says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And Jesus, he says, you you need to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, I like to say this is, this is the priorities of God and this is the practice of godliness, of righteousness. Seek first the kingdom of God in the face, in the, in, in the life of Jesus Christ, and then his righteousness that we talked about it last week, that you have the righteousness of God when you trust in Christ. So live into that righteousness, live into that character. He says, when you do that, when you do that, all these other things will be added unto you. All of the, all of the cares and concerns that the day brings God will take care of them. This is is what our text is teaching us. The Lord will care for you. You can depend on Him. You can trust Him. God is faithful. Now, we gotta remember that that means depending upon Him. What does that mean? That that means, first of all, it doesn't mean we, we need to be lazy. You know, dependence upon God is not an excuse for laziness or slothfulness. The Bible warns against those things. The Bible is full of, of uh, instructions to, to strive forward, to, to serve with all of your might, with all of your energy. And so this is not saying, oh, I depend on God. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my feet up and I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch TV all day and I'm gonna not care for the, the things that I need to do. No, no, no. Dependence is not an excuse for laziness, but it actually spurs on activity. As we strive to serve him, we, we trust. He, he's going to meet every single one of our needs. See, dependence, really, what it leads to is trust and obedience. We trust that he's going to care for us. And so we walk in his ways. We trust that he's going to provide for us. And so we do the things we know that that honor him. We we say, God, this life is yours. I depend upon you for even the breath that I breathe right now. And so in that, I depend on you. And so I'm going to strive to please you with my life. And so today... As we bring this to a close, you know what the ancient way for our modern day is? The, the time-tested way of life, of true living, is depending upon God. U- ultimately, depending on the uh, on the work of God in the second person of the triune God, Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. We depend on that for our salvation. But, but big picture even, we depend on God for, for our everyday needs. We depend on him for uh, the abilities that we have to work and to, to produce income. We depend on him to form our character as his spirit works in us. Today's passage really is a passage that calls us, it calls you and I to depend on him. So as we close, take some time and go to the Lord. Say, say I depend on you. Recognize the places maybe you have not been depending on him. Turn to him in faith and in trust and, and remember that he is trustworthy.